morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Marty Plum, and I am your host of a pen and a napkin podcast, the weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome to episode number 93. And this week, I want to talk about implementing your scouting report. Now, everybody has their own way of doing things. Uh, I have my way of doing things. You have your way of doing things. Uh, I, I think the biggest thing is simplify, simplify, simplify. But one of the things that I was really privileged to to be able to do when I was on my coaching sabbatical is numerous coaches allowed me to go in their locker rooms before games and see how they handled the pregame and, and how they did that. Uh, this is how we handle our scouting reports, especially now we're getting to the point where teams have a, a bit of a library of film and we can take a look at stuff. Uh, you may copy this. You may not copy this. Uh, if you want any of our stuff or if you want to talk any more about this, you know, please let me know. Hit me up on, on email, a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. You can direct message me on Twitter at a pen and a napkin. Uh, but here's what we do. Um, for better or worse, it works for us. It works for our teams. And so here we go. Uh, first thing is, is we try to get three to four films per team. I, I want, uh, I'd like three. Three is kind of the sweet spot. And I know that's a sweet spot for most teams is right around that three number. Um, I think if you start getting into four, five, and six, maybe you start overthinking things too much. Now, I, I realize the later you get into a season, uh, there's more uh, stuff. And, and when you get into district time, you don't want to leave any any stone unturned. But for the regular season, three to four films should be about right for a high school team. Uh, if you have two days out and we're playing this scenario, like let's say we played on a Tuesday night and now we're playing on Friday night. So we're going into Wednesday. Uh, two days out from the game, uh, we, and, and this is part of me that I've really changed, uh, we really only focus on one thing. We'll tell our kids, hey, here's the one big thing that we need to worry about for Friday night. So let's say it's the other team's press, or here's what we need to work on in the shell drill, or here's their zone offense. Whatever it may be, uh, we're going to work on one thing for our opponent on Friday night on Wednesday. Then, the day before the game. So now we're at Thursday. We're going to meet in my classroom before practice even starts. And we're going to go through our scouting report. We try to keep it, uh, the verbal part of the scouting report, we try to keep it around 10 to 12 minutes. Uh, the first thing we do is we go through personnel. And we we have four or five categories for our uh, scout and and before we even do that, I guess we go over the schedule for the next day. If it's a home game, here's where you need to be at. Here's what you need to be doing. If it's an away game, here's what time the buses leave. If we have an early dismissals, this is what time you get out of class, so forth and so on. Once we get that out of the way, then we go into personnel. Uh, we talk about curries. Curries are dead catch and shoot kids. These are kids we want to move off the line. Uh, do not allow them to shoot the three. Durant's. Uh, those are the all-around studs. Uh, they can score at all three levels. This is the all-state type of player, high-level, uh, all-conference type of kids. Uh, these are the really, really, this is the cream of the crop. And we don't put a lot of kids in our Durant category. Um, they're few and far between. And so when we say a kid is a Durant, they really know that that kid's a talented player. Uh, our Giannis category, that is, those are our drivers. Those are kids that we want to keep away from the rim. Don't let them beat you off the bounce. 
the Embiid category, that is uh, the the traditional post player, uh, the bigger, stronger kids, the ones we want to keep away from the from the rim and the scoring zone. That's the area that they're going to hurt us, whether it's off post moves or offensive rebounds, whatever it may be, we want to keep those kids away from the from the uh, from the scoring zone. And then, uh, jokingly, we put in the plums. Uh, <laughs> you know, don't guard them, leave them alone, let them let them let it fly. You know, just a little self-deprecating humor. Let the kids know that we, you're you're human. Uh, we we have a category, and and while we're doing this, uh, this is not typed up for our kids. We make our kids write down everything. And I have at least one assistant coach that's kind of roaming the room while I'm doing this to make sure that the kids are writing down quality notes. We really believe that if you write it down yourself, the brain is going to remember it a lot better. It also holds us accountable to making sure that if we want to get this done in 10 to 12 minutes, we can't have too many details. We want to keep this as simple as possible for our kids. So we talk about if we want to make it maybe make it a, a full deny on a perimeter, uh, big helps, no helps, which if there's a kid we want to force a certain way, so forth and so on. Our post coverage, uh, we have three levels of post coverage, uh, gold, silver, and bronze. Um, and so if we need to get into that, we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll talk about additional personnel, kind of overall themes there. Then we get into the opponent's offense, and we just, again, we kind of keep it, we try to keep it really simple as we can. We try to keep it to a situation where we can compare it to other teams. Um, you know, their offense reminds us of West High's offense. So you remember they ran that four out, one in, and they really did this with their post player. This is kind of what, uh, what, what Northwest High is going to do on Friday night. We talk a little bit about sets. We talk a little bit about baseline out-of-bounds plays, stuff that we've talked about. Uh, sideline on a play out of bounds plays anything like that then we get into our matchups and we just go down you know here's our five starters we like to let our kids know who's going to start uh the day before so they can mentally prepare for their role um so uh who are you matched up with if we think this you know here's their starting lineup and we always leave that caveat hey this could change you know some teams have more fluid starting lineups some teams are set with their starting lineups we talk about if we're going to start in a press, what are we going to do? Uh, what's our half-court defense? What are we going to start in? So our kids know 24 hours before tip exactly how we're going to start the game. Then we go into the other team's defenses. Uh, we talk about their full-court defenses and what different options they may or may not bring to the table in the full-court defense the strengths that they have with those, and the weaknesses that they have, uh, things that we can exploit. Then we get into the half-court defenses, and the same thing. What options, what different options do they have? Uh, we use our verbiage, our language. Um, what are their strengths in the half-court defense? What are their weaknesses in the half-court defense? Um, if we need to go with a press break, uh, what press breaks do we plan on running based on our scouting report? Uh, and we try to list Three or, three or four sets, hey, we're going to run Houston, we're going to run Chicago, we're going to run Louisville, and looks like we're going to run Arkansas. So be ready for those sets, kids. Those are going to be at the top of our list. Um, and then we have our, our, our 10 commandments of, of our team, and, and we have six, six non-negotiable uh, goals for every single game. Uh, three of them are on defense. We want to allow 45 points or less. Uh, 
we want to get 53% of all rebounds. Now, our team is not a great rebounding team. Um, so if we can just get a simple majority and take care of the ball, then we feel like we've got a chance to win. And another big thing for us is fouling. We want to foul 16 times or less every single game uh, to keep the other team off the line. Um, then offensively, we talk about valuing the possession. Uh we want to have less than 15 turnovers a game, 15 or less. Uh, we want to make more free throws than the other opponent attempts, and we want to shoot better than 40% from the field. And so those are our three offensive goals every game and our three defensive goals. And then we have our four game-specific goals. So, hey, we really got to, you know, 21 doesn't get any catch-and-shoots. That's the one kid that can kill us uh, from the perimeter. No catch-and-shoots for number 21. That's number one. Uh we got to rebound. Uh, we we got to keep this kid off the glass. Uh, we've got to handle the pressure. Whatever it may be for that particular game, uh, that is what we need to take care of. And so uh, we go, the, that one through six is already on their scout sheet, and then seven, eight, nine, ten, we fill in. And after each game, we as a coaching staff take a look at that, and we try to, you know, how do we do? Did we, uh, did we have things implemented that we wanted? And then we are about... And again, everybody's different. We're about 50-50 when it comes to film. Uh, sometimes, uh, you know, we we show film. Sometimes we don't. We're probably about 50-50. Kind of depends on the opponent. Kind of depends on what we feel like the kids need to see. Um, if it's something that they've never seen before and we feel like it's a good visual to help prepare them to see what they need to see, then that's what we do. Um, sometimes we don't. It, it just depends on the opponent, what we feel like is best for our team. But we do not put uh, film in front of our team every single game. Um, once we leave my classroom, we go down to the gym and we go straight through walkthrough. I got this from Coach McDermott, and I know I mentioned this on multiple podcasts. Um, we go right in and we cover the other team's uh, biggest keys when it comes to base offenses and set plays. Uh, we just talked about it in the classroom. We just went through it. We just talked about their personnel. Here's what they like to look for with their kids. Here's how they're going to set it up. We, you know, we bring out a few kids to walk through some things. And again, this is literally a walkthrough. Um, we're, we're not going full speed with this. It's just taking what we talked about, taking maybe what we saw on film, and we're walking through it so that the kids understand it. Then we go through practice. Uh, Again, that is that is pretty fluid. Sometimes we're going to spend a lot of time on our opponent for practice. Um, I'm taping this on a Wednesday night. We have a game on Thursday night. Uh, we only spent 15 minutes of our 65-ish minutes on the floor talking about our opponent. Everything else dealt with us, and that's the place that we feel like we are at based on what we need to do, what's best for our team, and what we see in our opponents. Uh, we feel like it's a pretty basic team. And there's not a whole bunch of things that we really need to dive into and go nuts with. Um, we just, that's that's what we felt like today in practice. And then at the end of practice, the last five minutes of practice, uh, we go over the other team's out-of-bounds plays, baseline out-of-bounds plays, and sideline out-of-bounds plays. And here's the key things, and we walk through it, and we talk about how we're going to defend it. Here's the formations we need to look for, so forth and so on. And then we end practice, and I got this from Coach Finley. Uh, we end practice with a 12-second play, an 8-second play, and our 4-second play. And our kids know if there's 12 seconds left in a quarter, 
this is what we're going to run. If we've got the ball, if we get possession with eight seconds left in a quarter, this is what we're going to run. If we're taking out of bounds with three or four seconds left to go, this is what we're going to run. And that's the way we end things, trying to have our kids as prepared as possible for the competition the next night. And so that's our routine. Uh, that's what we do in the pr- couple of practices before a game. Um, again, your philosophy may be different. Uh, we have our scouting form. If you're interested in, in taking a look at our scouting form, I'd be more than willing to share it with you. Just let me know. Like I said, email me, a pen and a napkin at gmail.com or hit me up on Twitter uh, at a pen and a napkin. You can direct message me. And, uh, you know, it's all about sharing. It's all about helping folks out. So, uh Foundation Friday, number 93, Scouting Report Implementation. If you have any thoughts, if you have any ideas, share them on the on the Twitter ha- handle here, on the comments. Uh, let's get the conversation going. Let's help each other out to do what we can to help each other be as prepared as we can be for every single game. So, coaches, as always, let's be sure to hone our craft one day at a time. <laughs>